At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With R.J. Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto. Oh, man. Okay, let's see. NBA playoffs, check. NHL playoffs, check. Major League Baseball, off and running, check. Masters, day four, double check. NFL draft around the corner, check. I've always said it. In the shopping mall of life, sports are the toy department. And by the way, if dropping a shackle or two on the game meets your fancy, well, then you've come to the right place. And by the way, the mall, there is no offseason. Not here in Las Vegas. And on that note... Welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. RJ Bell is on reconnaissance. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, this is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. You know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday, right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Channel 83, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. R.J. Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. And regardless of the season, know this. As R.J. Bell says, we promise to deliver the Vegas truth to you every Saturday night. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Without further ado, Sleepy, let's dive right into this playoff slate for the NBA. It got rolling today. We're not necessarily going to go in order the games we're going to play today. We'll break down each series, and we'll move quickly because the NBA first round is typically very anticlimactic. You don't believe me? Number one seeds, 65-5 and five since 1984 when they changed the format. Number two seeds, 65-5. and five. So not a lot of drama. There's a number one seed tomorrow, the Milwaukee Bucks. They'll take on the number eight Detroit Pistons. Milwaukee, by the way. You might want to know this. They're laying a big number tomorrow. But they were 47-33 and 33 against the spread this year. So against the number, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Greek Freak, they were the number one cover machine. Look, it really didn't matter who Milwaukee was going to play. It's likely they're going to cruise to the first round, even though they've never won a play. But against this Pistons team that's very suspect in my view, and by the way, the status of Blake Griffin is still in doubt. So... 
look, and you don't want to read too much into the regular seri- uh, regular season series between two teams, but wink, wink, nod, nod, the Bucks won all four games against the Pistons this season by an average of 15 points. Let's move along. Nothing to see here. Speaking of moving along, how about the Golden State Warriors? Well, if you wanted to bet the Golden State Warriors in the first round against the Clippers, here's, here's our first number one eight seed against the eight seed. All nothing. You'd only have to put up $500 here at the Westgate Hotel on the Warriors if you wanted to win $1. They wouldn't even get you a Happy Meal. Good luck with that, by the way. The Golden State Warriors, they might have to find a higher league for these guys. In the last five years, I told this to Arnie and Aaron on their show about an hour ago. Golden State has won 76% of their games cumulatively in the last five years. Let's give that some perspective. What's your favorite Major League Baseball team? Yankees? The Mariners? The Hoboken Zephyrs? Well, if your favorite Major League Baseball team had won 76% of their games in the last five years, they would have averaged 123 wins per season. You heard that right. Warriors, 33-6 and six in the playoffs in the last two seasons with Kevin Durant. Actually, they're 32-6. and six. Now they're 33-6. and six. They're going to move on. They're going to beat the Clippers. Nothing to see here either. Now here's where it's getting interesting. It's a little interesting because I said since 1984, the number two seeds, 65-5. and five. Well, the number two seeded Toronto Raptors, they hosted the Orlando Magic today. The Raptors were not only laying nine and a half, they're minus 1,400 to win this series. All right. They lost their first game. It's not over. It's seven-game series. That's a bad loss, though. When you're nine-and-a-half-point favorite and you lose outright at home, especially on this Kawhi Leonard thing, it's been in all the papers. They're supposed to be better with him, right? Well, I'll tell you what. The Magic, they're playing some of their best basketball in the league right now. They finished up the season on an 11-and-2 run. They won the Southeast Division, got their first playoff berth in seven years. Why? They were very good defensively after the All-Star break. Fifth-best defense in the league. They're a little streaky, but they got some scores. And Terrence Ross and Evan Fournier, they can make things interesting, and today they did. Now, the Raptors, they're far more talented, but they proved today their shaky postseason history is, you know, very unbecoming. So I think they'll end up taking care of business. But, you know, I tell you what, Orlando might, uh, might open a cut over the eye, Sleepy. Well, one guy that has to certainly rebound, Kyle Lowry. Bernie, when's the last time you've seen him go out for a playoff game and score zero points? Yeah, right. Heidi Hill, Kyle. That's a little soft point reference. <laughs> Let's move along. Another bad. Well, you know what? This might not be such a bad beat. I grabbed the Brooklyn Nets plus six or seven. I think I got them at seven. They visited Philadelphia. For starters, you know, we knew that the, the, the biggest question hitting into this series was the health of Joel Embiid. Well, I think that question's been answered. He played today, tried to play. He did his best Fred Sanford imitation with that great Fred Sanford walk. And I got to tell you, I'm not so sure why they were in such a hurry to get him on the floor, Sleepy, because believe it or not, with this lineup that they they marched out today, their starting lineup with Joel Embiid, did you know the Sixers have only employed that exact lineup 10 times the entire season? So it's not like there was a lot of cohesiveness. But I got to tell you, the Nets, they're my new BFF They've been making me money. They're 11 and 3 against the number in their last 14. Excuse me, 11 and 2 against the number in their last 13. D'Angelo Russell has been playing like a certified all-star. The Nets, they're healthy. Spencer Didwitty's playing well. Karis LeVert. These guys are incredibly badass. They shoot like crazy. They play like crazy. Uh, they covered eight of their last 10 to end the season. They pick up right where they left off. And I gotta tell you. The Sixers, they struggle without Joel Embiid. I, I know they've got more talented than Nets, but Embiid has the kind of impact on their team that is a plus-minus 11 points per game with him not on the floor. Big reason Philly lost today, Bernie. 76ers ice cold from downtown. Philly just 3 for 25, 12%, while Brooklyn goes 11 for 26. That's a 24-point swing there, Bernie, at the three-point line. I was pro-Philly coming into today after one result. I don't want nothing to do with them. I think Brooklyn could win. They're a number six seed, but the way they played coming down the stretch and the way they're playing now, and by the way, this whole deal with Amir Johnson and the cell phone thing on the bench, I don't know the truth. I'm not going to cast aspersions. Any way you look at it, it's not a good look. It doesn't help matters. Tomorrow will be an interesting game. These two teams have known they've been going to play each other for about a week or two, actually. 
Boston Celtics, the only question was whether they'd be a five-seed or a four-seed. They are the four-seed over Indiana. Boston laying a pretty good price in this series, uh, Sleepy. They're minus 360. I would have to say this is the most interesting matchup of the first uh, – the most interesting matchup in the first-round series in the East, partly because the Celtics are without Marcus Smart, and he's their best defensive player, no, no two ways about it. I still think the Celtics – should take care of business in the series, but they've been very inconsistent all season long. And the the Pacers are exactly the type of solid, hardworking team that can take advantage of lackadaisical play. I will say this, though, and by the way, the Pacers, a five seed. This is one of those stats I'll give you that I'm really not sure exactly how to assess the real meaning behind it. But since 1984, number five seeds are 38 and 32 over number four seeds. So, you know what? Indiana might be live, but I'm not getting in front of Boston. I think Boston at 20 to 1 is, they were 25 to 1 a couple weeks ago. I think they can come out of the East. I really believe it. And I think they got D, they've got championship DNA. They've got a swagger. They beat Golden State twice this year. I know I just said nobody's beating Golden State, but if there's a team I want to see play Golden State that I think is truly not afraid of them, it's the Boston Celtics, and we'll be talking about that in coming weeks. Another game tomorrow, the number four Houston Rockets will host the number five Utah Jazz. I believe Sleepy, the Rockets laying about five and a half. Two teams that took a similar path to get to the playoffs. Both struggled fairly early. This is a rematch of last year's second-round showdown. You look at Houston, Harden's healthy, Chris Paul's healthy. Look, the Rockets have more high-level talent. That's usually what wins out in the playoff series. The main question for the Jazz, who can step up outside of Donovan Mitchell, right? He's second-year player. has been tremendous. They're going to need somebody to step up outside of Donovan Mitchell. Rockets right now, minus 280. Should be a good game tomorrow. Another number two seed who went down tonight at home, Denver. Now, this is the contrast this with the other number two seed uh, that I just mentioned. Toronto, minus 1,400. Denver was only minus 220 over the San Antonio Spurs. Kind of a fascinating matchup. I grabbed the Spurs tonight, plus the points. Loved them. Why is this uh, matchup fascinating? Nuggets are kind of a young, unheralded team. And the Spurs, boy, in one year, they waved goodbye to Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, Tony Parker, manager Lobley. But their culture, the leadership of Greg Popovich, they regroup. 22 straight seasons are in the playoffs. And, you know, you still got LaMarcus Aldrich and DeMar DeRozan. They're steady. They're experienced. The Nuggets showed their inexperience tonight. What do you, what do you know? Greg Popovich strolls right into town and, uh, and, and gets a W right out of the gate. So we had Sleepy today. Not only three dogs cover, three dogs win outright. Uh, I kind of think San Antonio's experience is going to win the day there. The final series that uh, we've got to address, the number three Portland Trailblazers and the number six Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, you know, this is fairly even. Thunder minus 130. There's a trend here, though. Teams in in the Oklahoma City Thunder fall under this category, even though I've kind of got to hold my nose. I'm not not a fan of this team. Teams that sweep their season series versus their opponent. And those two end up playing each other in the playoffs. The team that swept is a tidy 34-3 and in the playoffs after sweeping their opponent during the regular season. What that basically means is Oklahoma swept Portland this year, beat them four times, and now uh, they're a short favorite. And if past this prologue, then Oklahoma City might win the series. Tomorrow, you know, Aaron brought up a good point on the show with Arnie, though, because... This Portland crowd and, and their, their home, you know, I'll tell you what. Tomorrow, Portland's going to be a tough out. I mean, they're going to take out an okay team, like I said, to beat them four times in the regular season, and they don't have their center, Yusef Nurkic, which hurts. But they are not going to go down easy. Uh, and, and, and like I talked about earlier uh, with, uh, uh, I think it was talking about uh, the Sixers, some of these teams aren't always consistent down the stretch. And the Thunder weren't. Yes, they closed the game or closed the season on a five-game winning streak, but OKC had lost seven of nine games just before that. And frankly, there are some questions about Paul George and his shoulder. 
I honestly think, for me, this is the toughest series to call in the first round. And I think no matter who wins the series, all the games are going to be tight. There's a ton of talent on the floor. Each team has plenty of motivation. They both got knocked out in the first round last year. So it's a series I'll stay away from. And I think probably if I had a gun to my head, I would begrudgingly, and I'd hold my nose, maybe put a little bit on OKC, but I'm not ready to do that. Well, I have a hidden factor for this game, Bernie. We'll touch on this in the D block. It's going to be my best bet. All right. Look forward to that. You've been hot in your best bets, uh, Sleepy. By the way, you know, the NBA playoffs, they're always a you know, story of their own. It, just because it looks like a foregone conclusion that Oklahoma City, excuse me, uh, Golden State is going to win this thing, and I think they will, that doesn't mean there aren't opportunities to cash, make money. We'll be talking about the playoffs every week. There are lots of ways to make money. I don't recommend. I'm going to describe a quick story to you. Last October, <laughs> here in Las Vegas, we have all kinds of prop bets you might not see elsewhere. Last October, a better, <laughs> there was a prop bet on the Warriors to not make the playoffs, or excuse me, to make just simply make the playoffs. Thousand to one. You had to bet a thousand dollars to win a dollar that the Warriors would make the playoffs. Some guy bet sixty-seven thousand dollars. To make sixty-seven, to make six hundred and seventy dollars. Good news, he cashed. That's what you call going out on a limb. That's what you call betting a favorite. Great news, folks. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes fifteen minutes to see if you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. You guys like to talk hockey? I do. And the gentleman coming up next does, and he's very good at it. You're going to want to hear this. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted to. Don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Frano, coming to you live from the Gecko Fox Sports Radio Studios. I want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of a thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. All right, let's welcome in a gentleman who is, along with Frank Harnish, the co-hosts of the official Vegas Golden Knights pre- and post-game show here in Las Vegas. Also hosts a daily show called the Vegas uh, Golden Knights Insiders right here on a Fox affiliate at 1340 a.m. in Las Vegas. Let's say hello to Ryan Wallace, also known as Ryan the Hockey Guy. Ryan, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Bernie. How are you? Good. Let's dive right into it because these NFL playoffs already have storylines forming, but I want to start right here with the Golden Knights because Last year, they were Haley's Comet, four 500 to win it all. A lot of people had those tickets they framed. They got to the Stanley Cup Finals. This year, they opened up 16-1. to They're 12-1 to to win the Stanley Cup, 6-1 to to win the Western Conference, down to 4-1 in some places. Ryan, give us a reason why Golden, the Golden Knights can get back to the Stanley Cup Finals or give us a reason why they won't. You know, the reason why this team can get back to the Stanley Cup Final, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty big one. It's Marc-Andre Fleury, and we're talking about a guy that right now has been to four consecutive Stanley Cup Finals. He's looking for his fifth trip back there, and it's just one of those stories with Marc-Andre Fleury where he seems to save his best hockey for these months. He's the best goalie, I think, right now in the Western Conference, or at least of what's left of the Western Conference when it comes to playoff teams, and in the playoffs, you always look for that margin and goal, and I think the Golden Knights have that with Mark Andre Fleury. Certainly seem to have it in this series. Martin Jones gets pulled more than he manages to survive. So tomorrow night, Game Three, Ryan, I'm sure you noticed that in periods two and three yesterday, when the Golden Knights visited San Jose after giving up three first period goals, they really tightened up defensively in the last two periods. What did you see, and do you expect that to continue tomorrow? Yeah, you know, I, I think that the Golden Knights just kind of got to their game a little bit more. They were a lot better in the neutral zone and managing the puck. They were certainly clearing the puck and, and getting out of their own zone a lot quicker than they did in game one. And that allowed them to get in on the forecheck. It allowed them to really kind of stretch the ice here and there, but really it allowed them to place more often than not in the offensive zone. So what I liked from the Golden Knights is that they had stretches where their forecheck was really good. They had stretches where they were managing the puck well in the neutral zone, and they had stretches when they were breaking out of their own zone very cleanly, but they didn't do it for an entire 60-minute game. You mentioned periods two and periods three, and for about 10 minutes in the first period, they were really good, and then they just kind of got away from it in the last 10 minutes of that period. So from the Golden Knights, if they can continue to do what they did well in game two for an entire 60 minutes, then I, I really like them in this series. I like their ability to match up and create a lot of matchup nightmares for San Jose. Ryan, if uh, we're talking with Ryan Wallace, host of the Vegas Golden Knights pre- and post-game show here in Las Vegas, Ryan, if, lost, if, if the Golden Knights don't advance, who do you expect to come out of the West? 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I, you know, I, I really like both Dallas and St. Louis. I, I think just the way that St. Louis kind of played down the stretch, Jordan Binnington has just been this big, massive story um, in the NHL with how well he has played since he's been called up. And the St. Louis Blues, everyone picked them to be among the Stanley Cup contenders to start the season, but a lot of things just didn't really fall into place right off the bat. They had some struggles just figuring out chemistry and they were a bad bad team for a long time and then all of a sudden you get goaltending which they never got before and all of a sudden st louis looks like the team that everyone expected them to be at the same time dallas has a really solid goaltender in ben bishop and they're very stingy defensively those are two things that win in the playoffs so i really like St. Louis winning their first-round series. I like Dallas winning their first-round series. And then between those two teams, it's kind of a toss-up. But I like St. Louis. I think if it's not going to be the Golden Knights, it might be the St. Louis Blues. Let's flip to the East. Right on schedule, the Tampa Bay Lightning, their historic regular season, they went 62 games, converted an incredible 20% on the power play. They find themselves down 0-2. You've talked about John Cooper and his inability to navigate through these waters. Talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can they recover in Columbus? I think they can. It's just it's going to take a lot from this team. So Nikita Kucherov was suspended for one game. He will sit out game three because of an illegal hit that he had late in that game from frustration. And, you know, when it's not going well, especially if you're Nikita Kucherov and you've scored all these points in the regular season, you're going to take your frustrations out somewhere else. You end up hurting your team. But this is really where Steven Stamkos needs to take this team on his back. We have seen multiple times throughout his postseason career in which Steven Stamkos just doesn't seem to rise to the occasion, bring his game up a level. And that's been something that has been said of you know, another team that has failed in the playoffs before, and that was the Washington Capitals. And last year, the Columbus Blue Jackets went on the road in Washington. They won game one and two, and then lost four straight games to the Washington Capitals. So if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning, you just have to look back as far as last year and say, this is a team that has blown this lead before. And you have to believe that 62 wins out of 82 games – that there's enough talent in Tampa Bay to figure this out, right the ship, and get this series win. Wrapping it up with Ryan, the hockey guy. Ryan Wallace, co-host of the Golden Knights pre- and post-game show here in Las Vegas. Behind Tampa Bay, Ryan, you've got the Bruins at 10 to 9 to 1, and the Washington Caps at 10 to 1. Could either of them make an appearance in the Stanley Cup Finals? You know, Boston is is a very interesting team just because I think they're incredibly deep. They they've been there before. They have so much talent up front. I think they've got the goaltending. Their defense is mobile enough. If Tampa Bay is knocked out in the first round, I think that essentially allows Boston to kind of waltz to the Eastern Conference Finals. When it comes to the Washington Capitals, I think they're going to have probably the easiest first-round matchup. It's no disrespect to the Carolina Hurricanes. I think in a couple of years they're going to be one of those teams that's going to be knocking on the door, but right now they just don't have enough. And I really don't know that if you're Washington, you are that concerned about Pittsburgh or, as it turns out, or as it's looking right now, the New York Islanders. So I think if Tampa gets knocked out in the first round, you're looking at, Boston and Washington in the Eastern Conference Final. I like Boston. I just think they're built for the playoffs. They're a nasty team, and it would be an interesting final to see Boston and St. Louis. I just got 20 seconds left, Ryan. Gun to your head. Who do you like in the finals? Could it be Boston and St. Louis? Have you had a gun to your head? Uh, You know, at this point right now, those are the two teams that I like the most out of each conference. I wouldn't be surprised if the Golden Knights find themselves there. This is a team that's defied odds throughout their entire existence, and when people write them off, that's when they seem to come up with their best hockey. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Vegas and Boston, and we'll put a pin in that for now. So, sounds good, Ryan. Great stuff. He is Ryan Wallace, a.k.a. Ryan the Hockey Guy. Follow him at Ryan Hockey Guy on Twitter, along with Frank Connish, the co-host of the Vegas Golden Knights pre- and post-game show here in Las Vegas. Catch them tomorrow night. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Thanks, Bernie. All right, again, that was Ryan Wallace. He covers the Vegas Golden Knights daily show as well as the pre- 
and post-game show. You know, there's a little golf tournament that's going to reconvene in about four and a half hours, and we got a lot to say about that. And by the way, NFL Futures are here. We have got action-packed stuff, so much more to get to. But first... Let's go to the Golden Pipes of Brian Finley and the latest. Hey, thank you so much, Bernie. The Spurs might not have the personnel of their prior championship teams, but Greg Popovich is still there. And on Saturday, he led the Spurs, a lower-seeded team, over the Nuggets 101-96 in an upset-heavy NBA playoff Saturday. Here's Coach Popovich on limiting Denver star Nikola Jokic to just 10 points. I think he and LaMarcus canceled each other out, so to speak. And... Uh, we, we didn't let Jokic play as much as he wanted, and they didn't let LaMarcus uh, play as much as he wanted. So uh, it, it's important because they're both great players. And, you know, they're, they're going to continue to get a lot of attention throughout the series, I'm sure. Wow, Coach Pop actually giving a well-thought-out answer to a reporter's question. The Warriors were the higher seed to win on Saturday, blasting the Clippers 121-104. Steph Curry, 38 points, 15 rebounds. Patrick Beverly and Kevin Durant got thrown out late for spouting off at each other. The Magic cage up the Raptors 104-101. DJ Augustine nailed the game-winning triple. And the Nets debunked the 76ers 111-102. NHL playoffs on Saturday in the late game. Nathan McKinnon scores in overtime to lead the Avs past the Flames 3-2 to tie their series at 1. Major League Baseball on Saturday. The Dodgers, what is going on in L.A.? Lost their sixth straight, falling to the Brewers 4-1. And the Padres are 11-5 after edging the Diamondbacks 5-4. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience and finally through three rounds of the Masters Tiger Woods is 11 under tied for second place Francesco Molinari leading at 13 under par and it will be the final round beginning for Woods and Molinari they will tee off together at 9.20 Eastern Sunday morning 22 years ago Tiger won his first green jacket back to Bernie Frado. Hey, Brian, real quickly, yes or no? I know you guys would be working all night, but if you weren't, would you get up to watch Tigers tee off live? I would, Bernie, watch the back nine because I want to see if he can close, and I also want to see how the crowd reacts to him if he is in the hunt late. I'll be watching Tiger and his facial and his body and how how it all is going and reacting to all this, but I will also be watching the crowd. I think it'll be fascinating just how enthralled they'll be by him if he is able to pull this off and, and win this thing. Ryan Bershinger, would you make a point to get up to see Tiger on, on, the, on the first tee? Uh, on the first tee, no. 620 is a tall order, even when I don't work <laughs> late into the night. <laughs> um, um, I probably, I mean, I usually sleep pretty late anyway, so maybe around 8, 830, I'd set my alarm and check where he's at on the leaderboard, and if he's, if he's close to the top, yeah, I'll turn it on, but if he's out of contention by then, I'm going back to sleep. All right, well, I'm going to break up the part. I will get up. I can't miss this, but I'm going to predict Brooks Kepka is going to win tomorrow. He had five bogeys on Saturday. This guy is also otherworldly. He's 5-1, to one, by the way, right now. He's three back from Francesco Molinari. Here's the deal. They're teeing off early because there's weather coming in tomorrow. There's going to be wind gusts 20 to 25 miles an hour by the time this uh, final group make the turn. Kepka's a banger off the tee, and it's going to favor long hitters tomorrow. Look, I think the Tiger story is great. He's never won when he doesn't lead on day four. Today, there were perfect conditions. It was hot and humid. The ball was flying. The greens were holding. Tomorrow's going to be totally different. Brooks Kepka missed last year because he was hurt. Couldn't even play. Comes back, wins the U.S. Open. He was the defending champion. He'd won the U.S. Open in 2017, repeats, and wins the PGA. I have a funny feeling tomorrow that it's going to be Brooks Kepka's day. Yeah, don't go to sleep on Molinari. He's paired with Tiger. When he won the U.S. Open, he was paired with Tiger. He, Tiger brings out the best in him, and don't go to sleep on Tony Finau after that ankle situation. He rallied day four last year and shot a 66 on day four. This is going to be fantastic TV tomorrow. Today, if you're back east listening, it's about, about five hours when they start to tee off, and then the final group will tee off about 920 Eastern. All right. The NFL futures are here. We've got to get to this. Over the next eight weeks, by the way, T- uh, Sleep, you had something on Tiger. 
Yeah, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to make a wager, Bernie Master Sunday wager. Right now, CG Technology here in Las Vegas. Tiger head-to-head matchup. Tiger minus 130 versus Molinari. Bernie, you have to consider the crowd support for Tiger. It's been insane there. That has to play in the other player's head. He's going to go up against Molinari. Obviously, Tiger being U.S., Molinari not. I think there is a huge course advantage in Tiger's favor here tomorrow. I'm taking Tiger Woods head. Ring that bell. I'm not going against you. I already went against you last week. You had Tiger at 14, brought you a pizza. Last week, you said, I like... I liked Rory McIlroy. Wow, that was a nice call. You said McIlroy would finish behind Tiger. He has, by a mile, Sleepy wins the pizza bet. All right, Sleepy, good luck on that bet tomorrow. I'm glad I'm not on the other side of you, but I, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, over the next eight weeks, we started last week, we are going to talk about NFL futures. It's that time of year. We're going to hit the AFCs today. Patriots. Win all, their win total, 11. You want to go under or you want to go over? Well, I'm going over. They've won 10 or more games, 16 straight seasons. They've won 11 or more, 8 of the last 9. They have the league's easiest projected schedule next year. Still got a good defense. They only allowed 2.1 TDs per game in the last 8 games. That's the lowest in the league. Oh, by the way, they got 12 draft picks. And they got a guy named Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I like the Pats to go over 11 wins. How about the New York Jets? Their total is 7. I like the over there as well. Sam Darnold got valuable experience last year. They got a new defensive coordinator in Greg Williams. He's going to help. He's going to bring a swagger. They've got the Jets have got the second easiest schedule in the NFL. By the way, the second place team in the AFC East in that division has won eight or more games 87% of the time since the realignment in 2002. I think the new coach, Adam Gase, will do a good job. By the way, I didn't even mention he added Le'Veon Bell. They added Jamison Crowder, C.J. Mosley. They've got some offensive weapons there in New York. The Buffalo Bills shuffle off to Buffalo. Play the over. It's only six. The Bills have won six or more games eight straight seasons. They've won seven or more or excuse me, they've won seven or more for the last five seasons. By the way, when Josh Allen came back from his injury, they were three and three in their last six. Buffalo's got a pretty good defense. They got Shady McCoy. They got Frank Gore. They've got an improved offensive line. That's not a big number for Buffalo to go over. They can win more than six games. All right, here's dragging up the rear. Miami, they don't have any talents in South Beach anymore. Their total is five. I'm going under. In 2018, they had a terrible scoring differential. They gave up 114 more points than they scored. That was good for 31st in the NFL. They got major issues everywhere. It's a major rebuilding project. They pick up Ryan Fitzmagic. Yeah, he had a 4.9% interception rate in his career, worst in the NFL. By the way, their new coach, Brian Flores, he's really got his work cut out for him. Rebuilding. Oh my God, are they rebuilding Miami? And I don't, I hate the word tank. I would never accuse anybody of tanking, but I don't think Miami's going to be trying to win a lot next year. They're trying to rebuild. And even if they try to win, they're not going to be able to. So I like the Pats over 11, the Jets over 7, Buffalo over 6, Miami, wah, 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 wah. Five, go under. Get to the window. Get rich, kids. I think we're going to be pretty good next week. We're going to talk about NFL draft, and we're also going to talk a lot. More about NFL futures totals. Time to get down on some of those when the value is still there. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. You know, some guy named LeBron James was kind of in the news this last week, and so was his head coach, and so was his boss, Magic Johnson. You don't think we're going to end the show without talking about that. Oh, and by the way, our best bets. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to have a little soliloquy about that. You see, sometimes in spite of your best efforts, things happen and you lose a bet you thought you should have won. They call it a bad beat. Well, how do you react? We're going to give a little perspective on how, from a pro standpoint, you want to think and react You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react. We want to talk about that. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. And our only cut of the evening has to do with that kid LeBron. And in this cut... R.J. Fezzik and Jonas, well, they kind of deliver a legitimate expose in the modus operandi of LeBron James and how ultimately it affects the Lakers, and frankly, on a go-forward basis, a glimpse into the future of the NBA. Let's have a listen. LeBron picked friends over family by skipping the exit interview to attend Wade's final game. No, he just told us who was family <laughs> and who was friends. Wade, his former teammates... That's his family. Lakers are rented players for him. He, he's in and out, laundry, whatever. He just wants to be near Hollywood or whatever's going on. But the idea that Lonzo Ball was his family and Wade's not, I think that's what we're all missing. Now, obviously, we're not all missing it because LeBron's lack of buy-in, I think, has been one of the driving narratives. 
And this is just, to me, another example of it. And not just rentals. I think we could make the case short-term rentals, right, RJ? Like when Jerry Seinfeld said when he was renting the car and he wasn't very happy uh, with the way they were treating him, and they go, do you want the insurance? He goes, absolutely. I'm going to beat the (laughs) heck out of this thing. I believe that we've seen something with LeBron in the last year that we've never seen in the NBA. This is what never has happened before. Since the salary cap, there's been a group of super players, wherever that line is, we can debate every year because it changes, that every team in the NBA would offer the max deal to that player. LeBron, even this year, I think you could make the case, entering this year. Can you imagine LeBron saying, I want to sign with Dallas? And Cuban says, ah, we're full up. We're fine. (laughs) Hey, it wasn't going to happen. So... If the Greek freak wants to sign somewhere, and there's often been debate if, it, if there wasn't a max contract, how much money would LeBron have garnered in his prime? I've heard people talk, and again, I'm no salary cap guru, but I've heard people talk like 60, 70 million would have been the true economic number for LeBron that teams would have paid. Now, in theory... He would have had whatever, half the cap or more than half the cap for the team would have been him. Yeah, and he's, let's face it, until this year, he was worth about 14 extra wins for a team that's probably worth $65 million. There you go. So, and with the next player down, Kevin Durant, let's say a couple years ago, we can debate who's the next player now. If LeBron's number one anymore, that's fine. But the ultimate point here is, imagine walking in a place, wherever you are, Cleveland, Miami, that you know they could be pay, should be paying you double. Doesn't mean you so much want the money from them, but aren't you going to feel a sense of, hey, I got to get my bennies, my benefits some other way. So what, is, what has LeBron done? What is the stories? And Jonas, you follow the day-to-day of sports as much as anybody. The stories were ultimately what drove LeBron out of Miami was Pat Riley wouldn't give in to all my buddies should be on the plane, and this guy should be paid as my massage therapist, et cetera, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's why when you saw that happen, you saw the head butting heads with head coaches in Cleveland, whether it be David Blatt, not getting along with the owner there in Cleveland, and then it happening here in L.A., I wasn't surprised by it because he has said it publicly on many occasions. My ultimate goal after I'm done playing is I want to be an owner. So if your player thinks that they can do the job that you do as an owner and probably thinks they can do it better, don't be shocked if he starts flexing his muscles a little bit. Here's the bottom line. The Lakers are a team of eras. Will Chamberlain, Wes Baylor, Magic Kareem, and of course Shaq Kobe. The LeBron era started. I'm going to go on a limb and say it's off to a bad start. I don't think they're going to win any championships in the LeBron era. Stick with us. We'll see if I'm right. I think I am. I want to talk about our best bets. They're coming up in a second here. And I want to talk about how do you handle it when you have a bad beat. Now, we take this very seriously. So last week I released the uh, – it was the Miami Heat getting 7.5 at Toronto. Now, by the way, one of the tweeters, very smart, says, hey, Bernie, it's not on a five and a half. Should I get on it? I stayed off. It's smart. Stay off it. You want to get the best of the number. Don't chase. But here's the rub. Miami led by 11 at the half. They led the whole second half. Then all of a sudden, it goes OT. OTs where dogs go to die. And the way they lost, a couple of totally meaningless free throws, and they don't get the cover. Hey, no big deal. The next night, I had, I went to the, the M Resort and bet at halftime, Virginia was leading by three at the half of the national championship game, so I got great value here. I got Texas Tech plus three for the game now, played a halftime game uh, wager, and I say to myself, this is pretty good value. I think they're going to win anyway. Well, they're winning with nine seconds to go. It goes overtime. There you, there you have it again. No big deal. I got Mad Bum on the, on the mound against the Padres. They're up 5 nothing in the seventh. I lose it. Lose three in a row. What did I do? Here's what I did. I took three days off. The moral of the story is not what happens, it's how you react, okay? Don't chase as a better. Don't scramble. Don't ever endanger your bankroll. Don't get emotional. Think long-term, big picture, and it's all going to work out for you. I could have easily gotten mad and tried to get it back. That's how guys get in trouble. That's how guys get buried, and that's how guys get a bad, you know, rap on betting and such. So the bottom line is think long-term, big picture, never overreact. You can control 
and take three days off now and then. It'll help you out. By the way, since then, I'm five and one. This is your favorite part of the show. Sleepy, you've been hot. What's your best bet? NBA Sunday, best bet, Oklahoma City, plus three and a half. Bernie, Trailblazers lost their big man a few weeks ago. Yusuf Nurkic, his backup, Enos Cantor. He's played well. But Bernie, Cantor has faced off against Steven Adams every day when they played in OKC. I think that's a hidden factor. I'm taking OKC tomorrow, plus a three and a half. My best bet, I like the Golden Knights tomorrow, minus 150. Sharks are two and five in their last seven in Las Vegas. Golden Knights, 21 and four in their last Sunday night game, last 25 Sunday night games. You're going to cash tomorrow with the Golden Knights. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. But I want to thank my crack crew, Ryan Bershinger. Dude is so smooth. He's smoother than JB Smooth. And I was Sam, a favorite of everybody, a wise man who reminds us money can't buy happiness, but it can buy beer. Brian Finley, as I've said before, he taught Enberg, Dick Enberg, the legendary Dick Enberg, everything he knows. And of course, my man Sleepy J, he continues to serve his country with honor and distinction. That'll do it, folks. Don't go anywhere. Up next, straight out of Nashville, that would be the Jason Martin Show. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.